Yo, what's good, people? It's Jay Cactus, and we're back again with episode 10 of Cactus Combos now. Today, I've got another real special guest with me. It's someone that's been definitely killing it over the past year. He's managed to grow his YouTube channel to over 15K subscribers just with beats. He's also landed some huge placements with people like Pooh Shiesty, Band OK, and Jordan McCann. Many more that I'm sure we're going to get into. He goes by Jester. Jester, what's good, bro? Yo, thanks, Jay, for having me on, man. I appreciate it. I appreciate you coming on, man. appreciate you taking the time out of your day. It seems like you've been real busy recently. Yeah, yeah. Not going to lie. Uh, it's been crazy at the moment. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, in, I'm in college at the moment. I've got these online lessons, but um, apart oh, yeah. from that, I'm not really doing a lot. So yeah, yeah. I'm in, I'm in my last year of A-levels, so yeah, oh, I, I turned 18 like a few weeks ago. So yeah. You're young then, man. Man, you've got so much yeah, ahead of yeah. you. It's kind of crazy to think about it. Yeah, I mean, it's only producing's only started to kick off really in the past like two, three months. So yeah, yeah it's sort of a. It was never really like in my in my forefront of mind as like something I want to do when I'm older. It was always sort of a dream. Yeah. But now it's becoming more and more real with each passing day. Um, definitely, yeah. That's sick, man. So looking on your YouTube channel, I think the first upload was around about nine months ago. I could be wrong, but it was definitely less than a year. So. Yeah, so I have pirated some videos because um, oh, right. some of the production standard was not up to quality. Um, <laughs> I think my first up, my first upload was, I think it was about maybe a year and a half ago. It was a little Tekka type beat, and it was like one minute thirty seconds long. And yeah. I made it on FL Mobile. It was an FL Mobile. I, I started seen. on FL Mobile. So is yeah, that when you that first was... started? Then a year and a half ago, and then you just uploaded your first beat straight away. See. When I started was I've been I've been I started off DJing yeah. like originally not producing so I was I had these decks I got them there they're like I had my iPad I didn't have a computer at the time so I had yeah. an iPad that was linked to them and um, yeah I used to DJ I was like fourteen maybe I think I was like fourteen I used to do right. like parties parties and stuff um, like with my mates but then I got FL Mobile on my iPad that's what I was doing it on yeah I did that for like nine months I was on FL Mobile which <laughs> seems like a long time. But I'll be, I'll be in lessons. I'll be in like my history class and my GCSEs and I'll just be like making trap making beats, beats and stuff. My, <laughs> yeah, like my mates would freestyle over them in class and stuff. And they were so bad. Like they're, they're t- I listened to them like a month ago and they were so, the, the airweights weren't in key. Like it was all, it was all But I bet, I bet at the time you thought they were sick though. I bet at the oh, time you were gassed. The, this, these were <laughs> the hardest beats ever. I'll tell you now. Like I, yeah. I was Metro booming. I was Metro booming. <laughs> I was, I was, yeah. Bro, it's but, always um, the case when you make your first piece. It's, it's just like, it's you, you get so gassed. It's like, right, I made this. You want to show everyone. You're trying to DM yeah. everyone. No one wants to listen either. And you're like, yo, it's, Bro, I used, to, I, used to, I, didn't, I didn't have a producer account. So I had like my main Instagram account. And yeah. I had like 1,400 followers or something like whatever. And yeah. I used to put them on my stories, like new beats. And people were like, what is this guy trying to do? <laughs> I used to get the, the, the piss taken out of me all the time from my mates. Like, oh, just the beats. I used to, you know, like, yeah, because I was like doing like remixes, and people were like, "Why are you doing that for?" Like, it's so weird. Like, I didn't really get a lot of support from my mates early on. Put it that way. But, yeah, um, you never do in nah, the beginning. All, all... Until until nah, people actually see nah. some traction and they see you getting somewhere, then they start believing in you, which which is a shame, that, really. That's that's like everything. Yeah, yeah. that's like everything, and, and especially in the scene as well, producers as well. Like, people don't really take you in properly until you start to get placements and stuff. Yeah, um, of course. It's one of them things just, as well where if you like people won't take you seriously until you take yourself seriously. So for example, if you were just like doing your normal stuff, but every now and again, you were posting a beat, people would be like, this is kind of weird to see from you. But if you're all in with it and like 
all your poster beats, like the pictures of you are in your, in a studio. You know what I mean? Like you're presenting yourself like a mm. producer and you're just showing that you're all in. That's when people start to take you a bit more serious because you're taking yourself serious, if you get me. Yeah, no, 100%. I mean, for me, I've been dabbling with... I got FL Studio after my GCSEs. I got, my dad got me a laptop, yeah. a Mac, and I was so I was so gassed. <laughs> I was like, oh, yes, right, I can start. Because in my mind, you always make excuses as a producer. I yeah. feel like everyone does this. Like, oh, it's the next VST. It's the next drum kit I need to get. Then I'll be good. And that was Boss. it. I needed a Mac. I was like, not Windows, no, because I saw Martin Garrix in a Windows and I yeah. uh, Mac, and I wanted a Mac. I was like, yeah, I want a Mac. Because it was Martin Garrix that start, made me start producing, which is kind of a, a bit of a twist, but... Oh, is it? Yeah, because he was the one who said FL Studio, and I was like, I want to make house music. I didn't want to make drill stuff that first. Yeah. So I had it. I tried to make a house, and put it this way, it was a lot harder than I thought. <laughs> um, so I just couldn't do it. So I started making trap beats on FL, and I got that maybe a year and a half ago. FL on my computer, like, two years ago. Like, um, that was end of year 11, like, so I was 16. Yeah. I'm 18 now, so about two years ago, yeah. Um, so I had FL then. And I was making trap beats. I was dabbling like in and out. Like I wasn't that good at all, to be honest. I was posting them on SoundCloud. Yeah. I started to post them on YouTube. That was like December, November of 2019, I want to say. Uh, that was my first post. I think it was, yeah, November 2019. And that was like a Lil Skies type beat. Um, and it was it was terrible. Like <laughs> I, I even knew the mix was bad when I uploaded it. It was like too yeah. late. I already, got 10, I already got 10 views. I didn't want to delete them. Like, <laughs> I thought 10 views. I was like, yes, that's 10 views. And that's, that's, from, ten, that's 10 people that, was, that, that was, have yeah, found you though. That's 10, 10 people. people. Yeah, no, it wasn't though, because that was me checking back to people. You can't go up. It's probably half of that was me. Yeah. So, so that was that. I, I sort of did posted a beat when I felt like it. didn't take it seriously. And then, yeah. And then in summer like of of that, uh, maybe, no, nah, Christmas of that year, 29, like 2019, December. And after that, like lockdown happened. Yeah. And then lockdown was really like the push for me because I had all this time and I was like, what do I do with it? And I like music and I've always liked music. I've always loved making music. I've always been very musical. Yeah. So I just, yeah. Did you play sort. any instruments before? See, I've, I've always been very musical. I had like music, like classes and like when I was younger, not like lessons, like music. Yeah, yeah. And I was always like making music. I had like garage bands since I was like six. So right. I was just, yeah. But I, I play a little bit of piano. Like I've got to like, I did like at school, had like my teacher in the class who'd like show me how to play like chords and stuff. But yeah, I wasn't yeah. any grades or anything. Um, I tried to learn guitar, but to be honest, I didn't have the patience for it. <laughs> it was all a bit fiddly with my fingers. That was, I mean, it was only like nine though. Yeah. Um, learning any instrument is yeah. just like, I can't play anything. I can play like a bit of piano from doing piano lessons, but learning any instrument, man, it's, mm. it's hard. It's like learning a new language or something. Like it, yeah, it does exactly. get tricky. You have to have patience for oh, it as well. Oh, Cause at the start, fun. it's like anything, like when you start making beats, you might be shit at making beats, but it's one of the things you just got to keep practicing at. Mm, yeah 100 percent. i want to learn guitar though that's something i want to learn but um I, yeah. I don't have time right now i want to make the time to do it when i've when i've stopped with college i want to learn guitar i've said that yeah i want yeah. to learn to play guitar properly because so that would help with just every everything what's your schedule like right now then like on a day-to-day -day basis is, is it college every day <laughs> like it, do you have a set schedule or is it just like whenever you've got to, some time you'll cook up see like i've got college in the week it's like normal lessons for me like remote learning yeah. um and that's 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 long. I'm not gonna lie. I've yeah, fallen yeah. out of love with college. I used to get decent grades. I got good GCSEs and stuff. Um, yeah. I do like I do like maths and stuff at A level, and it's hard work, man. Like it's <laughs> it's so long. But yeah, in, in the day, like I do my lessons. I do my lessons. I watch TV or I'm replying to DMs or something. You know, I'm I'm not really in the lesson yeah. that much. Like I'm it's I'm always five. doing something else. <laughs> 
yeah, it's definitely half-hearted. Um, but I, in the day, like not really anything. It kind of gets to like six o'clock, and I'm like, right, I've got a post on YouTube, or I'm feeling creative, or I've been sent a sick loop, whatever. Like, I'm, you know, I just feel that creative yeah, yeah. space, and I'll sit from like six o'clock to like eleven o'clock. And I'm just like, you know, my phone goes away, and I'll just make beats. Like, yeah. that's sort of my time. And then I'll have dinner maybe after that. And then I'll, and if I'm feeling like it, like one in the morning, I'll like cook from like one till four and then I'll go to sleep yeah. and wake up at 8.30 and want to <laughs> die because I haven't slept. But, but that's just, yeah, it, it really does the depend. life of a I producer, could, could, isn't it? All over the place. Literally, I could not cook all day, but then the next day I'd spend like all night doing it. So it's just like, there's no balance or schedule at all. It's like, I, yeah. could, I could not cook for two days, but then like the next two days I'd make like six beats like it just just happens that way i mean every producer makes like different work rate has different like amount of beats they make like yeah, i think two beats a day for me is really good like two beats for me i'm like that's been a really productive day two beats um, is more than enough really can... especially if you're only uploading yeah, two no, YouTube, one a day then that's more yeah than like, I, I i try and upload every other day um on yeah. youtube because i feel like for the for youtube algorithm like posting every day like i think it sort of sucks out um the views because like I'm not going to bore people with that, but um, yeah, that's that's. Sort nah, let, let's of, go into let's, let's go into it, man. That's what we're here for. Like the uh, YouTube right, channel, yeah, yeah, everything. Fair so, <laughs> yeah, what's your I mean, thoughts on that? I, yeah, I mean, if I think I've got a few YouTube gems, definitely, because yeah. um, I've my YouTube sort of taken off recently, to my surprise as well. Believe me, <laughs> um, but um, yeah. So with YouTube, like posting every day, I would definitely recommend it. Like when you're starting, before like when you're reaching a K subscribers, yeah. I'd say because you haven't really got an audience locked in like before right. 1k. So I feel like at that point, you're just trying to get like search term views to your channel. Yeah. And yeah. any beat that any beat, any view that people are going to see is better than uploading every other day. Like every day uploading consistency, people will see that and they're like, yeah, this guy's good. He's, he's putting work and they want to yeah, support yeah. you. So like, I, I'd recommend that. But like, um, once you've like sort of got an audience, like that are tuned into you and you're getting good views, then I'd say upload every every other day because like it takes twenty four hours for like, all the subs in your like view box to like view the video and stuff, which you right. already know because yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, and also like work rate as well. Like uploading every day for a lot of people, that's that's killer. Like that, yeah. it killed me. I did that every day for like two months. So or it was it was every day, give or take. Like not every day, but for the most part, it was pretty much like daily. Um, yeah. I suppose when you're uploading every other day, like if you're uploading every day, people might like, there's like too much content for someone in a way. Whereas if you're Mm. giving someone something like every other day, at least they've got time to actually watch the last video before the next one goes up. You know what I'm saying? So maybe there's something to do with that as well. But sorry, you were saying? Yeah, exactly. No, I was just, um, I feel like when you're uploading every day, but even you creatively, like your beats kind of just get quite samey. And I feel like, like for me, breaks are massively important because i can have i go for ups and downs i think like every producer of like yeah, block of or whatever um so like i could have three days and i make like my best beats I'm like yeah every upload gives good views I'm like yeah feel great next yeah. upload is this shit like it gets like <laughs> it's you know on the on the youtube thing it's like nine out of ten like yeah, that thing yeah. where it says um how it's performing for other videos and you're like oh watch time's down views are down yeah people are liking this beat and you just get like demoralized every time it happens they're like oh it's so like it's <laughs> crap you can and go then, from like, feeling realize, on top of the world to just feeling like literally shit, it's so yeah. up and down like, because so YouTube, quick. although it, although it seems to me like it's sort of been straight upwards, yeah. it's not. It goes like down, then up, and then like there's those little dips along the way up. 
Yeah, and those yeah. little dips is definitely like they might seem to other people like nothing, but they're definitely big knocks to your confidence. And as a producer as well, because you think that beat wasn't really that good, and like oh, and like the hi hat patterns all sound the same, and you're just like ah, oh, because drill has that sort of can be I feel quite repetitive when you make loads of beats at one time. Yeah, that's definitely. why I think definitely breaks are important so you can like get creative with it and stuff. Yeah, hundred percent. I agree. It's the same when I'm doing like my tutorials as well. Like I'll upload. I'll upload one and then the next one that goes up, if that's not performing as well, I'm like, shit, I've wasted that time. Like I shouldn't have uploaded this. You start hating yourself yeah, for yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you put a lot of pressure on yourself as well because every upload, you feel like it has to beat the last one and you feel like when, you, exactly. when you've seen like certain videos get a certain amount of views, you think that every video is going to get that. But it's not always the case, man. I think we just have to realize that once we put it out there, it's for the people to decide and Maybe if people aren't feeling this one, then it's just like a learning curve and maybe it's something that you did in that particular beat or video that maybe you don't need to do in the next ones. You know what I'm saying? It's just like a mm. learning curve when you're uploading so many. No, 100%. Yeah, I feel like with with my, my beats, like when I was on my massive growth stage, like two, like two and a half months, two and months ago, yeah. every beat I was making, I was thinking this is my best beat yet. And that's yeah, the best yeah. feeling for a producer. Like you upload it and I put on my story. I always put this my story. <laughs> my best beat yet i still do it now sometimes i'm not gonna lie yeah. but on my story i'm like best beat yet check it out and people were like oh best beat yet and like, i don't know like i sort of got at the time like even though i only had like a few subs people were starting to clock on like how many views i was getting my subs yeah. was pretty consistent it was like i don't know like 500 views after like six days people like were trying to youtube at the time yeah we're like that's actually quite good for your subs like get that consistently definitely and like i was getting i was literally sending my links out to everyone like tune into this like I would support everyone's videos. Like, yeah. I was always commenting on people's videos, like, this is good. I always give my opinions and stuff. And, this like, is on, I used to on get Instagram of... or YouTube, you'd comment. On Instagram, on right. Instagram. I, oh, no, and, and YouTube, to be fair. Yeah. Like, I, I say to people, any link you want to send me, I'll check that out. I'll give yeah. you my feedback and stuff. Like, I'll, we're, we're here to support each other, you know? Of course, man. Um, and I feel like that worked in my stead because the YouTube algorithm works. Like, if you get a lot of traffic there in the first hour or like early on yeah obviously you're going to rank for search terms earlier on and that means you're going to expand your audience because let's say you're ranking for a search term in the first hour yeah you're not you're going to find a new audience that's coming to your beats that would never even be there without like that big load of traffic coming yeah, to you sense. early so i used to get like 30 comments in the first hour when i was like on like 500 or 600 subscribers and that's like that was crazy people like how are you getting so many comments because i literally be sending my links out to people individually like custom messages like yo so and so beats like what do you think of this beat what do you think of like the hi-hat pattern for example like (laughs) something they have to listen to it you know like they have to listen to it and then after a while i think people just started to be like yeah like the beats are actually right like yeah were you sending these messages to other producers or rappers or just anyone that you could mainly mainly producers to be honest because i didn't really have a network of artists like that um but then yeah like sort of over time i did start to get that network and artists would sort of i'd get like reoccurring like um sales from artists who like yeah. like me a smaller artist not big eyes and um they yeah and i i'd, I'd send them the link sometimes like yeah i hear you and this beat for instance like what do you think They're like yeah, yeah, yeah definitely i'm a i'm a right to this and yeah that as well but yeah, that's yeah. smart, man. It's kind of mad you saying that you used to like message loads of producers because a lot of people listening might think that that's spammy, you know, because people get so many messages from producers every day yeah. saying, yo, check out my beat, check out this, you know what I'm saying? And they're just asking for something. So most like of the time I've always thought that it's, yeah, it's kind of spammy, but in a way, like you've obviously proven that it's self-promo because you're getting them views and comments <laughs> early and then the, the videos start taking off. So it's kind of crazy to think about. 
So yeah, yeah I mean it's the way you go go about soft promo i feel like if 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 people like you they're happy to do it and i, and yeah. I, I try and be like real as possible with like people like producer friends and stuff like yeah i'd um i'd always like you know drop comments i'd always give opinions and like i'd always run up their videos as well like we have like i don't like group chats and stuff that i'm in now many just for like talking but they sort yeah, of become yeah. like promo groups um well soft promo wasn't like just a link and like, like and comment i'd always be like different thing to each people so i was and i'd ask them specifically like them like i know like one producer um he'd like always like criticize my mix and every time he'd be like yeah what do you think about our mix for this beat and stuff and yeah. he'd always go and check it out and that was always an extra comment extra like and like even if that's like two or three people that will always you know it helps definitely yeah um, definitely that i think the key that you said there though is like to to lead with value as well because you weren't just asking people for things you were actually doing it for them as well so you were commenting on their videos so mm. if you weren't doing that and you were just asking everyone in the dms to check out your video then people might just be like ah oh, fuck off man like this guy just keeps sending me links but, yeah, but because, but because yeah. you've like taken the time to actually go on their videos and give them feedback and like the video and comment on them then they're going to be like well he's done it for me then i'm going to show love back so I think I think mm. that stops it becoming spammy because you're kind of doing something for them as well. If you get me? Yeah, exactly. It's about adding value to each other, definitely. Like, um, yeah. I mean, I know how hard it is from being. I mean, I literally like September time. I had like 300 followers on Instagram, like yeah. and like 250 subs on YouTube, which is just crazy to me. Like yeah, sometimes yeah. I take a step back because I'm so involved and like, I'm so focused on like gaining and yeah. like working and everything. Every now and again, you take a step back and you're like, wow that's crazy like, <laughs> just, surreal, and then, then you're like oh and then you're like oh right cool that's then it passes and you're like back into it yeah yeah um you should forget that there's so many but, people actually watching the videos like you having 15 subscribers people. it's like yeah it's real people yeah. that have been on your channel real your people. Beats, subscribed and you forget and you about. forget that you just see, think it's numbers on this on the screen but even 500 views even like 200 views they're real people like yeah. that's that's still a lot of people and like i feel like people should always i'm a very big massive advocate for youtube and producers producers sent oh, i don't know the youtube people steal my beats and stuff but i feel like that's just that's just I don't old know, school I mentality like yeah i feel like if someone steals your beat like it's still your tags gonna be on the beat and still gonna put your name out there like if, if yeah. the song realistically blows up then obviously you're gonna know about it and you're gonna get that back through lawyers or whatever like you can there's ways about getting it back. If people you can still always prove beat, that you've made the beat. You've got the project file. Yeah, so. ex exactly. It's like, like I just feel like that's that's an old school mentality as well. Like, I feel like YouTube is the best way to like come up in in a producing scene. Hundred yeah. percent. It's still where rappers um, are looking all the time. Like, if if you're not uploading your beats to YouTube, then then who's gonna where hear else them? are you gonna put them? Yeah, exactly. I, I feel like people people focus on Instagram and stuff, but I feel like even that the algorithm isn't as good as YouTube. Like, I feel like yeah. it doesn't go about it the same way like instagram is mad because like, what you'll make like one post and it will reach like it could reach a few thousand people then the next post might reach 200 and it's just like i don't even know how no the algorithm works yeah there's no consistency yeah. you can't even reach like half of who's actually following you and rappers mm. aren't really on instagram looking for beats no one's like just scrolling nah. through instagram looking for beats they're going on youtube or beat stars or working with and people, so many that people are tagging them with. all the time like yeah. I see that all the time. Like people, people on stories and posts like tag at B9 or tag at you know whoever like yeah yeah big art UK artists are trying to get on this. Rappers must get this. Like even the smaller ones must get like hundreds a day, and they're yeah. just like oh, it's so it must be so annoying all the time. Like yeah, I, mean, I did that. I, I definitely tried that. I'm not gonna lie. Um, 
I mean, I, that does work. It sometimes does work. Don't get me wrong. Like, I know people that have tagged the smaller artists and their stories. People are like, yeah, send me that beat. Yeah. And it's, it's worked out. But for the most part, I feel like you can't rely on that. That's not something that like, you can rely on, as, especially as like, a job. If you're taking producing really seriously, like I feel like you definitely need a platform like YouTube. If you're not in the industry, then that's the only way for, like, I can see like people actually making a career out of of um producing yeah definitely thing with instagram like doing that in your stories just tagging everyone without if like if you don't know the person you just keep tagging them in stories they're just gonna get pissed off and it shit can work on instagram but it's about how you speak to people like it's a social media platform it's like i always compare it to like a real life situation like if if instagram was like a real place right and you walked in you won't just like throw all these beats mm. at rappers or just walk up to them and saying, yo, check out my beat. You <laughs> yeah, know what I'm exactly. saying? Like you just got to communicate yeah, yeah, with people yeah, yeah, yeah. on a, on a real level. Like maybe just like, maybe start liking some of the posts, drop them a message and say something like, yo bro, that last single you put out was fire, blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? Just like start a, a genuine build conversation. A yeah, yeah. Build a relationship. And then at some point you can let them know that you're a producer, you know, you want to send some beats over. Is it cool? You know what I mean? Just a natural thing. Cause that's going to, they're going to remember you for a start because you've actually spoken to them and it's different to all the other mm. messages that they get, which are just links and spamming. So I feel like it's just getting in their DMs, not in their requests. Like even just getting yeah. out of their DMs, like even just reposting like their new single and they'll repost it. A lot of rappers do that. Yeah. Um, Cause once you're in their DMs, most time rappers do check their DMs. Like, um, I yeah, think, yeah, yeah, that's just, that's, I know some people that do really well at like DMing rappers and like getting sales that way. Um, I feel like that's a lot of effort. Like you're consciously doing that. Like you're thinking, right, in order to do this, I've got to DM 50 rappers a day. I've got to, yeah. it's, it's so, that's so, it. that's so, that's so long. Like that, yeah, that's cool. It definitely does work. And I would advise some people doing that, like definitely to do that as well as doing YouTube or other stuff. But um, yeah, I yeah, think I it's important like to do that's... both at first, isn't it? Just try each thing. And yeah, then definitely. Once, once that's taken off, that's when you can put a bit more time into that. Because mm, YouTube for type beats, especially, there's there's so many. I don't even know how many producers there are these days. There must be millions, man. I don't Lunch. know how many there are Lunch. on BeatStars. I think BeatStars has over a million users. I, I could be wrong, but but there's loads, mm. and everyone's trying the type beat thing, and not many people succeed at it. It could be down to a few reasons, but I do know a lot of people that are uploading beats constantly, like consistently, and the channels just aren't growing. What what would you say to that person who's like, yo, Jester, I'm I'm uploading beats like every other day, nothing's changing, like the the views aren't going up, subscribers aren't going up, like what could it be? Yeah, see, I get this a lot because when I was like um, coming up and yeah. growing and stuff, I had a lot. I, I one thing I did is I networked a lot. Like I had a lot of producer people that I speak to, like yeah. every day. I would I would speak to people. I join their lives. I'd like do every, you know, I'd comment on their stuff. I'd make jokes. I'd be like, whatever. Like I'd, I'd yeah. be very active on my phone all the time. I'd always be like networking. People used to like message me all the time. Just how are you doing this on YouTube? And I'd always tell them like the same <laughs> things. Um, like how are you doing this? Cause fair enough. I'm just at this, at that time I was just one of the, these thousands of drill producers that are just yeah. sort of like, they've got all right beats. They're just like sort of like in that, lane of just being making beats for fun and not really going anywhere with it yeah yeah so i understand why people at first are like how is this guy doing this like what is he buying views is he like everyone thinks it's a secret like like everyone he's, thinks it's a secret holding like, something. Every, every, <laughs> he's holding something like he's, he's using some mad secret i always yeah. get just as hacked the youtube algorithm and stuff <laughs> but like you know what it was i just i, I took a look a sort of realization i sort of looked at these big channels um and realized what they're doing 
And you know, shout out Chris Rich because I, I you probably can see from my thumbnails, I'm definitely inspired by him because he sort of inspired me to do YouTube. Yeah, um, Chris Rich like, is killing everything because for real, like he needs to get back on the YouTube game because like definitely. yeah. But anyway, that aside, I hit, I heard his beats in like January, February on YouTube. And I was like, what is this? I've never heard anything like that before. Yeah. Like, this is crazy. Um, so I was just thinking, like, I want to start YouTube, and like that was he was the main guy. I looked at what he was doing, like with his thumbnails, like his titles and yeah, his yeah. tags. He didn't really do a lot of like like the tags that I do. I don't think like, I saw he had a lot less tags than some people, but it was him. It was loads of other like producers out there, like um, even the trap type beats producers. Like, what are they doing that makes them successful and yeah. me not successful? You know what I mean? So I'd be like, I'd try loads of different titles. You can probably see on my channel where I did loads of different titles. Yeah, of course. But it was basically about finding your niche. Like, that's the main thing is finding like your your main artist or artist to go to. Yeah. And um, finding a lane with very, really low competition, but like a decent amount of search volume. And I definitely recommend getting vidIQ. I was just going to ask if you use vidIQ or TubeBuddy for, for keywords. Yeah, I, I use vidIQ. Um, yeah. But mainly just for like, analysis of like com competition or like like seeing like the, the um the score for like um which is basically like the competition and search volume which right. gives you an overall score um i just use it for that and then i look what these people are doing and i've realized that sort of the typical like uk drill piano beats obviously but like, i love them as much as any person like they're cool but yeah, yeah. i feel like they're very oversaturated and i feel like right, what is a lot of not people doing i was like these these new york drill beats like these these yeah. new york sort of sounding beats with the different melodies and and stuff so i so yeah i sort of did that and i found this lane eventually of abracadabra and dutchavelli and that was like my main sort of lane i started to gain right. traction with and that was my first thousand views in the video and then my first ten thousand views in the video etc so and were, you, sort of just were you searching for keywords on video q and then you saw that like dutchavelli was a good keyword and abracadabra was a good keyword so then you just put them you know what together. it was Abra was just dropping loads of music at the time and he was blowing up yeah. after like on deck show me all these and he was dropping so much music so you've got to yeah, think yeah, his work he's rate popping was at the moment he's work and, he, and I just think people have got to be like looking at Abra Kadabra like his name's everywhere like yeah. they've got to be looking for his type of beats rappers at the time like yeah that beat's mad like, I want to keep beats like that Definitely. so I was just thinking yeah I was looking at Abra Kadabra like the top channels for competitors which is a good thing to look at by the way yeah. um, and you can see like how regularly are these big channels posting these type of beats and the biggest one was, in fact, like I think it was Chris Rich, and he had like ninety thousand views. But mm. that was like three months ago, and no one was really doing these beats. Like I think, like maybe Rickson maybe was, but like he wasn't yeah. consistently There's doing it. a guy it. called Saint Saint Cardona, I think his name is as well. Oh, Saint, yeah, Saint Cardona. He's crazy. Yeah, like, yeah his, he's his beats are crazy. Yeah, um, he's the pop smoke stuff, isn't he? Like, yeah, pop smoke. Yeah, and five year. And five, yeah, yeah, the New York. So I did, I looked at these, that's definitely thing you should look at, like the, the top channels and how regularly they are posting, if you can outrank them. Because yeah. basically like YouTube, I would say it's like, it's like a, like a Jenga tower. Like you want to, you're trying to get above these towers. And like, in order to do that, you've got to get as many beats out as possible in that niche. And you're trying to get the biggest tower in that niche. How many yeah. beats can you get out of that type of beat? Because that's going to, um, you're going to rank, you eventually start to rank in the search terms for these beats. Your beats are start going to come up more. And that's what I did with the Abracadabra type beats. I was the most regular guy. I was posting Abra X Dutch, right. switch the thumbnail round, Dutch Avelli on the thumbnail, Dutch Avelli X Abracadabra. And I just sort of switched the two. Yeah, yeah. Because I feel like YouTube posting the same type of beat every time. I don't think YouTube likes that. I did that a few times and the views went down. What, but just keeping just like the, the, the same title and the same tag every time? I feel like that doesn't really, like, this is exactly the same. I feel like that's yeah. 
I don't think that works. I think you've got to have some variation in there. Um, so I did that. And I also did this New York artist called 22Gs and Coach the Ghosts. And they did these piano, like simple, like hard hitting piano drill beats. Yeah. So I, as I said, they're, they're oversaturated. But I looked at this Coach the Ghost guy and he was um, really like, no one was doing him. The top channel was 300 subscribers. And were, the views were like 10K though. So they were getting some good views. Yeah, yeah. So I started to do that as well. And they were easy beats. I can make them beats in an hour. And like they'd start to do good views. Um, so I just did those two beats. Alter, alter, alternating really um and then one beat sort of took off it was called bandit it was an abra calabra type beat yeah um and then another coach to ghost type beat gooey that sort of did crazy as well i had to take it off my channel because um so i'm bored of my beat styles exclusively back oh, when nice. i like i don't yeah i don't really sell my beats exclusively like that anymore because i prefer like to leave them up on my channel yeah because um, you never know especially I'm, if the video is popping off as well you might sell the exclusive exactly but... Just as an example, maybe it's a couple hundred, but then you could sell that lease a hundred times. Do you know what I mean? For exactly. 30, so. That's, and I've definitely got some regrets on YouTube, but that beat in particular, like that was massively undersold price-wise, yeah. I feel. Because um, that We've all been like, there, though. Like, yeah, but I've done that like three times now. I accidentally <laughs> sold the exclusive because on BeatStars, I've just been a Muppet or whatever. Yeah. Um, and I, every time I kick myself, I'm like, oh, I've done it again. I can't believe it. Yeah. I see the sale come through my phone. I'm like, no, please. I'm like, oh. <laughs> i've sold it it's like, hard isn't it when those, it's dangling in front of you you think you know yeah, i'm just gonna take just, it it's hard yeah, to predict though because that video it might do well but it, it might not it's just so hard to predict yeah 100 percent um but anyway aside from that i was just posting these beats consistently yeah. and then these beats were starting to get loads of views and then i sort of when i got a k subscribers i sort of was thinking right i've sort of outgrown these type of beats now because i think i've sort of got an audience locked in right and i want to try like bigger Big search terms got a bigger audience. So I feel like I could get enough traffic in the beginning yeah. of my videos to like push push them out. To, um, for bigger eyes like Pop Smoke, Vivio Forum, etc. Um, so yeah, I started to do Fabio Forum type beats as well. I started that, and then more recently in Pop Smoke type beats, and they've like really accelerated my channel's growth 100. Mm. percent Like X, like Rowdy Rebel as well. Like it's I feel like doing a big artist with a smaller artist next to it is definitely a good way to do it. Because people will be searching for these smaller artists. You can rank for the smaller artist. But if the video does really well, then that's going to rank for that bigger big artist as well. As well. Yeah, exactly. So you're sort of sp spreading your risk sort of over these two artists. So, so you're not like, just you going definitely... with, with two consistently now? You know, I don't even know. Uh, if I'm on my channel, it's like I sort of change it about a bit. because right. um, I, I, I stick to Pop Smoke. I'm doing that quite a lot because he's got the highest search done in Drill. Yeah. And I feel like that's the best thing to do. Um but yeah, sometimes the beats not really pop. So I'll do Fivio or I'll do. I'm I'm doing Dusty Locate at the moment because I feel like he's going to be quite big coming out of New York. Right. Um, and those beats have done really well. Um, like one beats like number one ranked for Dusty Locate already, and that's that's doing really well views wise. So I, I I sort of do mix it about, but I sort of stick to a similar group of artists. Yeah, um, yeah. It just I goes do, back to sticking to one lane, doesn't it? Like you've got exactly. to stick to one lane, hundred percent. That's, that's it, 100%. And I feel like, every, with YouTube, I feel like every little detail matters. Yeah. Like, pe people say, what I'm videos doing, what I want to do is as well. I could point out two minor things, but it's those two minor things that probably be like set, like setting you back. Yeah. Because with YouTube, you've got to do everything right. Every little detail has to be like spot on, I yeah, feel. Definitely. But like, you want to really like grow your channel because like, if let's say even your tags are bad or your thumbnail is a bit crap or your title's not good, 
then like you got to think why does this video deserve to hit a million views like you got to yeah. post every video with the mindset that this this is going to hit a million views and like it, it needs to be in a million view type video like the thumbnail the text the name even the name of the beat is really important <laughs> as well like i spend an hour on like like a theosaurus looking up <laughs> like names like typing in like emotion and trying to like find similar words and yeah, stuff. Titles. I spent like an hour trying to find titles just to my beats because they've got to be like short and like succinct and like. Yeah, especially like, if you put in text the in the middle of it, it's usually just got to be like one word, doesn't it? Just like a, a strong word. Exactly. To use. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's got to have like a ring to. It. I feel it's got to have a ring to it. Everything's yeah. like marketing, like the beat and everything. Like um, one of the biggest beat on my channel called Zaza. Like I did it abracadabra at Stachavelli, but it was like a CJ type beat, basically, the Indian yeah. sample with like the New York drums. And I feel like that just sort of did so well because of the name, like Zaza, it's in the lyrics and it's like sort of short, it sort of embodies the beat. People just like, it was quite catchy, Zaza, like, I want the Zaza beat or whatever. It just sort of had a ring to it, you know? I feel like that matters. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, everything that you said there with YouTube makes sense. It's like, you have to have each part on point. The thing with VidIQ, though, I've said this in, in quite a lot of my podcast, but I um I was like just testing it and searching my own name, like I would type in like J Cactus, and it was saying that like a couple hundred thousand people were searching my name every month, and I was just like, there's no way that could be true because I'd be on like millions of subscribers right now. So then I started thinking maybe it's not that accurate because YouTube never released their official algorithm. So VidIQ and TrueBuddy, they must they must have their like own algorithm of like working out a rough score because mm. when you read into the like the software not like the small print but just little bits on the website it's not like this is the official youtube algorithm and this is where we're getting our mm. data from so i don't know how they do it but maybe they just it pulls like how many videos come up under that search term and like how many views like all together and then they divide it i, I don't know you know what i mean but i just got me thinking mm. that maybe they're not that accurate Maybe they are to like some extent, but I, I stopped focusing on keywords like as much when I when I saw that. But it's obviously working yeah. for you and works for a lot of other people. So it's kind of tricky. I couldn't really get my head around it. I couldn't figure out yeah. whether we should be See, investing like, so much time in it or just whether it's just down. I don't I use it as a tool. Like, I don't really use it like that much yeah. i sort of just use it again to see what search terms how what's the competition like what's the search volume like i don't look specifically at the search volume but yeah. i, use I think that, it will give you a good general stuff. idea definitely yeah it gives you a rough idea and that's that's sort of all you need really and like um i saw all i really use it for maybe to see like top channels that's that's about it like yeah, yeah. i wouldn't like focus on it people are like should i pay the 50 dollar a month thing i don't i've got the free version like yeah i don't think you need to pay for it or anything it's just a good useful tool to have for like research purposes i'd say yeah 100 percent. so obviously the 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 thumbnail is the, the like one of the starting things as well because people need to people need to be scrolling through and you need to catch their attention basically don't you and you said yeah, you kind 100%. of you've kind of got that popping with your thumbnails. It's just kind of clear. There's like text on there. It's like maybe you you up the saturation a little bit to get it popping. Just little things like that. Mm. Obviously, you said yeah. That I sort of yeah. Sorry. Focus on like one. Yeah, no. I sort of focus on like having. Like I have. I use a software called Canva. Like I don't mind telling people that. I always tell people that. Yeah. It's like the, the that's free, like the free version free. of Photoshop, isn't it? The free. It's the free yeah, version. Yeah. yeah um i tell everyone this like what software do you use like you can probably find my text on there even like feel yeah. free to use it i mean i don't know if it will do you well because they're still me using it and like, i don't know but um yeah like i sort of do that i have like a big bold like thing 
um and like my my logo which i made in like two minutes on canva <laughs> it's not really anything special i just need something like quickly uh, it does the so job though it does the job it does the jo- <laughs> it does the job and it's it's quite cool now it's kind of like a little luminescent writing yeah, yeah. screen like just uh, it's just like branding basically any logo will do as long as it looks like simple and clean yeah and definitely that, um Oh. I use the screenshots and the artist videos. That's that's how I get the photos. Yeah. Um, yeah so I, I go on like I go on like Abracadabra. That was that was why it was so good. To, I don't think I could do that any other artist because he was dropping so many videos. I had so much like content for my thumbnails. Yeah. So like I could just get so many good screenshots and like thumbnails. Yeah. Sometimes if you if you're doing like a certain artist type beats and they they release videos like every six months, you've already used up all the oh, screenshots. Yeah. It's a struggle to find exactly. Something. Exactly, have you ever come yeah. across any problems with using them pictures? Because really, we don't like have the rights to use them images. But I, don't, I haven't heard of anyone that's had an issue. Someone commented on one of my issue. videos recently saying, how can you get away with using these pictures? And I, I, I actually don't know. I don't know the answer to that. <laughs> everyone's always done it and everyone's always got away with it. So I don't. Yeah, I've never had really like an issue like about the pictures. Yeah. I mean, I've done Pop Smoke and um, rest in peace Pop Smoke, but he hasn't yeah. obviously not dropping any more videos there's not a lot of footage of them out there course, so i yeah. could spend like two hours looking through a thumbnail pot site now it's getting harder and harder every pot <laughs> yeah, yeah. type beat because there's just no like good clean photos of him like the the thumbnails are sort of starting to deteriorate because i don't want to use rinse like photos and thumbnails. Yeah. like i thought that's another important thing like you've got to try and use different images because it was already big beats using the same photo people are gonna be like oh like they'll brush it aside and stuff yeah, like, yeah. i don't think it's um and you don't want to be like la- labeled as a copycat as well, like for using exactly the same photos as like the same people, you know? Definitely. Um, One other thing that I found is that's huge on YouTube is watch time. Like from doing tutorials, the ones mm. that people watch more, that basically tells YouTube that people are enjoying it and then they start recommending it to other people. And that's when you start getting serious views. So do you do definitely. anything in your beats thinking about that? Do you think I need to keep this beat interesting so that people are going to continue to listen to it on YouTube? Because if it's so repetitive, then people might just click off quick. But I feel like it, even yeah. from, from me listening to your beats, it seems like you've got a lot of them times where it's like, maybe there's like a, a pause in the um, in the melody and there's like a quick switch of like kicks and 808s. Does that make sense? Like mm. you're changing the pattern quite yeah, regularly. Yeah, yeah. Is, that, is that with the intention of like getting people to listen to it more on YouTube or is it just something that you like doing in your beats? See, kind of both in a way. So yeah. for me, like, I, I I hate repetitiveness in beats. Yeah. Like, I, I, now I'm starting to now I'm starting to realize that's like not a bad thing because the artist's voice and stuff and they'll, the engineer will chop it up. But like when I was first starting, I don't really have a structure to my beats either. I don't think like chorus, pre-hook, like verse, etc., bars, yeah. whatever. I sort of just make the beats and like bring elements in and out and roughly do it. Like I sort of freestyle on the beats and just like do it by <laughs> ear. Like have a rough rough idea of my structure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, those like chops and like little drops throughout the beat, I feel like they're just cool. Like, I feel like they just start, just keep the attention. And like, if yeah. I'm like ever like an artist is hearing it and like I've been on lives and the artist has been like freestyle my beats and it's the first time hearing them, like the, the beat will cut out for like two seconds and like, oh, what happened? They're kind of looking like boom, boom. And they're like, yeah, what? Yeah. But, like, you know what I mean? It's just like, they're not expecting it. It's like that listen that's to how it you for get people longer. to reload your stuff as well because they're like exactly what was that like, 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 what was that you yeah, yeah, yeah. It. yeah we'll pull it and then yeah but I, just, I i like doing like transitions and i think one thing that makes pretty one of the one of the only things that makes you stand out especially for my beats wise is my arrangement and like the stuff i do with my chops and like 
like how I arrange it. It yeah. probably seems a bit silly to a lot of people because like, oh, the engineers can do that, whatever. But I feel like it just hits differently when the artist hears it from the beat. They're like, I feel like they just they just get it in their their ear like something different. And producers as well, like, they hear that like oh, it's so hard. Like just hearing like little yeah, stuff just I know chopping about and like kicks like stuttering it's just like skank face like oh yeah, that, yeah. that was cold because they do yeah, that, that they do that shit when they're on. engineering it anyway like you just said like they always add them chops and everything and maybe they like they take exactly. a couple of kicks to hit on the on like whatever bar they're saying so yeah maybe mm. just throw them in I'm just, doing, I'm just doing the job for them yeah i'm just doing the job for them so yeah. engineers you know that can help them fun. write as well <laughs> it can help them write sometimes because no, once they've definitely. got that like certain part where there's like a break in the beat and the kicks are hitting or whatever mm. that's that's like telling the artist right in this part and I, I need something serious here i need something catchy or it needs to be a good punchline or just something because that's exactly. where all the attention is going to be on the artist mm. and that definitely helps watch time as well like i feel like i know people with crazy watch times as well like shout out kaza who's obviously another youtube goat like yeah. he's his watch time i've seen his stuff like two minutes long on beats, on beats i'm like how crazy. the hell do you get that yeah like mine's about it ranges to about one actually to be fair I, I had a video of the other day i got like one minute 10 i was like what yeah but then the other one was one minute 40 so i'm like okay but it, it's about 130 let's say like you get good and bad ones like 150 but it's about yeah. 130 um which i think is all right i think that's Definitely pretty decent beats, 100%. Um, yeah like i don't really know because i don't really like compare that yeah. much with other producers and stuff but my beats are always really short early on they're like two minutes 30 i used to hate making them long for some mm -hmm. reason but now i make them now I make them much longer, which I would recommend because that helps watch time, I think, as well. Yeah, I've heard that from a few different people, definitely. So it's mad that you don't really mm. arrange a beat. You're not really setting a structure because some people obsess over it and they're always asking me, how do I arrange my beats? How do I arrange drill beats? But you're not even coming up with an arrangement. You're letting the artist decide. See, see, that's I feel like I'm different in the sense that, oh, I'm different, crazy, but like, not like <laughs> that. Like, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, in, in the sense, like, I just do it by ear. I've done, I do everything by ear. I don't worry about the key or anything like my piano 808. I just right. do it by ear, like what sounds right. And like, I feel like I have my intro. Like that's, that's pretty like, I'll either make it drop on the, after the eight bars or the, or the 16. Yeah. Um, make, make, and that's, that's always the case. I'll have my intro, but after that, I've sort of got, you know, I'll bring elements in and out. I think, oh yeah, this would be a good place here. And then I'll just, I'll just sort of structure it. I, I spent probably longer than most people structure my beats. That's probably the longest time I spent. Yeah, and the yeah. beat will be done in like 20 minutes. I can be I'll like that like sometimes. Next... Yeah, because that's how I do it. Like I'll, I'll make the rough beat Yeah. and I'll structure out and then I'll add things as I go to the beat. Yeah, and that's yeah. just how I, how I, that's my process, I guess. It takes me too long, but. No, nah, I'm, I'm with you there 100%. Because the when you start yeah. arranging it, that's when you can do like new 808 patterns. And it's not like trap yeah. beats. When I see people making trap beats on YouTube, it's just like there's one pattern and then they just copy it out like, on the playlist. Come and on, then change B, it. over. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah. yeah. But with drill beats, to keep it interesting, because a lot of the times the melodies are quite repetitive. Obviously, you can keep it interesting with new 808 patterns, but with drill, it takes kind of long. Well, longer than trap beats anyway to do the 808s because you've got to add all the slides yeah, and make sure definitely. it's sounding right. And then you're adding all the transitions mm. and effects. So. 100% I'm with you on that one. I spend a lot of time arranging my beats sometimes. Yeah. But it's because you're I, making new patterns as you go. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I'm, I used to do like 10 different eight patterns in a beat. That sounds mad, but that's because <laughs> yeah, yeah. of my like, start, starters and stuff. I like yeah. add the slides. But now I'm kind of sticking to like two or three. Like I'm, I'm sort of chilling out with crazy variation. Like variation is definitely important. I yeah. feel like you can do that without having loads of patterns. Like I've realized that now in hit songs. 
the familiarity of actually the 808 patterns can be a good thing because that, that's like the chorus or whatever. Oh, so I'm 100%. starting to realize that now. But um, because before I have like, like maybe two and a half months ago, you listen to my early beats on my YouTube. Every every eight, every, every eight bar era pattern was different. Like yeah. slides would get progressively more higher and higher, and it'd be like more crazy. They'd be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. We'd like, no, nah, too much. Like too much. Like it would get too crazy. Yeah, that could um, be too much for people because you were just about to say it then. But it's when when you've got something like there might be certain times in the beat where something sick's happened, something sick has happened, and then the artist is kind of waiting for that to happen again further down the line, or even the average listener yeah. is waiting for that to happen again. So maybe it's one of them drops, like you said. But if you were switching it up every pattern it's like there's too many surprises now like they want to you want it to be like just you want to change it like just enough to like not make it repetitive exactly. but not too much where yeah. they don't even know what's going to come next you know what i mean is there's like yeah, a fine balance def- between definitely them. yeah 100 percent. yeah i agree so um, talk to me about Talk to me about some of your placements actually because just looking at your credits there's there's been some crazy ones and i take it that's just happened recently once once the channel started everything's re- everything's been recent yeah, yeah like in the yeah like i'm i always make this true i'm the last person to know about my placements because like <laughs> i'll get sent them from like other producers so i don't really follow loads of accounts like that um yeah. like a producer friend will send me like is this your beat i'm like oh yeah yeah shit that's my beat <laughs> and i'll be that's like mine. oh produced by me whatever so it's um, just people finding them on youtube ma- and then buying the beat on beat it's main yeah it's mainly youtube they don't always buy the beat on beat star sometimes i have to chase them up and like yeah, whatever yeah. but that's that's cool for the most part um that i've never really had the main issue of an artist not paying for a beat or stuff yeah um but that's that's my short you know short career as a you know um <laughs> but yeah like I, I did send beats out as well like in the first like month of like taking things seriously i'm speaking like as a four months time scale by the way because like yeah this is where i feel like i sort of had a bit of traction I, right. that, that, like maybe november time i used to like send beats out to like this email list i'd have yeah like, every day like, i'd send like three beats out to these like groups of people and i've got placements from that now like, after like, three months so like but not loads but like maybe one or two that have come from that yeah and um yeah, so I, I'd be be consistent, but like I've from that I've had opportunities that I've come from that. Not loads. I'm not like saying I've got loads of placements from emails, but yeah, yeah. I thought like they do work. Um, but that YouTube, Instagram, like word of mouth, but it's mainly from YouTube. I'm not gonna lie, like mainly. Which, which was the first one you got? Can you remember? But my first placement, like your first major placement, where you were like, right, like major placement. See, my first ever beat sale was last year in lockdown in March, right. and that was I was so gassed. My first major placement, you know, I don't really know. Like, what you count as major? Like, maybe just like I've had, just just I've a had, big like, artist where it's been like a, a shock to you, and maybe you just started believing in yourself proper. Like, yo, this is actually serious. Hmm. See, I've hmm, that's kind of hard because I've I've got a lot of. I, it sounds it sounds crazy. I've got a lot of placements, but not yeah. with like big artists, but like sort of like them sort of middle tier ones of like, you know, 20, 30,000 followers. And yeah, like, yeah. I feel like probably one of those, like that was when I was like quite excited, but big placements, um, maybe OFB or maybe like Jordan, the Daily Duffy, like that's all been quite recent. Oh yeah, you did the Daily Duffy, that didn't you? Yeah. That's not out yet, is it? Has he released it yet? No, it's it's not out yet. No, that's that's all coming out. Yeah. Um, all, my, all my placements, I'm sort of seeing the videos being shot to them like right now like, yeah, as we yeah. speak today. 
and like I, everything's been announced i'm getting like three placements announced a day it's all like what the hell's going on like everything's crazy <laughs> because everything's happening at the same time like, everything's because i've been on that time scale artists have seen my beats from two months ago and they've got a lot of views so a load of artists have seen these beats and now only now obviously the time frame yeah everything's sort of dropping so yeah i mean that probably the probably was the main OFB was probably I was like oh this is crazy like, when, when, <laughs> I remember when Double L was DM me I was like this is mad I was so gassed like, I was like yeah that's, that's it it's a good feeling isn't it when you get that first person on your beat oh yeah it's yeah sick. yeah yeah like even even CB as well I don't know if you recall the name probably should be saying that but yeah he he he, he messaged me and um and I was I was I remember he followed me I was like oh that's mad that CB followed me this yeah. was like a month and a half two months ago maybe. And I was so gassed. Like, and then artists follow you out the blue and they message you. That's, there's no better feeling. Cause, like, yeah, uh, they, like, they mess with my music. Like, yeah, it's just crazy. It just shows yeah. that your work's paying off as well. Because yeah, if you're just uploading and no one's messaging you, it can be it can hurt your confidence. It it might make some people mm. stop uploading, stop making beats because they're like, I'm, I'm trying, but no one's getting on them. So yeah, once you finally get that message, it, it definitely gives you the motivation to, to keep going. 100%. Mm, yeah definitely i yeah i'd say just keep trying with youtube because well, it's not for everyone but yeah i feel like from, from a me perspective that's the best way to like definitely to come up like in the producer scene and to get placements like, and, and a consistent income as well yeah like, definitely yeah people think it's saturated but like me and you have shown it this year because i get people saying it all the time like i don't want to start a channel because it youtube's too saturated there's too many producers on there but yeah, there there is a lot of producers on there, but not everyone's doing it the right way. Not everyone's consistent with it. Exactly. Not everyone's yeah. beats are good because they don't put in the time. And there's also a lot of rappers out there. So like there's new producers coming up every day, but there's also new rappers coming up every day. So you can't think that it's exactly. just too saturated. So you're not going to try because I've, I've proved it with like my channel. You've proved it with yours. Like, yeah, definitely. It can happen. It can happen. Yeah, I feel like if you've got good beats and you're an intelligent person, like you know how to market yourself, I feel like you can easily do well on YouTube. Like, yeah, like I, I help out a lot of my mates with um, YouTube. I always give them advice the best I can um, and stuff. But then they start to see results as well. I'm not claiming to be like their success or anything, but like even a few tips and stuff that I, I can help with. Yeah, and and from those like little things that I've like given them advice about, they're starting to see some good numbers and they're getting some subscribers and. Um, I definitely think there's room on YouTube. Like people say it's saturated. They're only saying that because they're not doing very well on YouTube. You know, like people say, oh, YouTube's saturated. That's because you're not doing things like, you're not going about it the right way. Yeah. Like your beats may be good, but it's all about learning to, like, to market yourself and um, build a brand. Of course, man. Do you do anything else in terms of marketing? Like do you use email marketing, like any other kind of service or is it literally just posting on YouTube? Post. Staying active on social. Posting Instagram. Yeah, stay active on Insta. Like I just, yeah, stay active as much as I can on Instagram, like DM people and join lives and go live. I go live quite a lot on Instagram. Yeah. Um, just make beats, I don't know, like just, just talk to people. <laughs> so I do, what I do when I'm bored is when it's like eight o'clock and I'm making this beat to upload, yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'll go live, chat to some people, like whatever, like, I don't know. It's just, that's that's what I do really. I just post on YouTube and Instagram. I'm trying to get Twitter going as well. Um, but like, yeah. I'm trying I don't to get really Twitter going, did you say? yeah that's that's proven difficult twitter's twitter's yeah like, i can't lie i'm not active on twitter at all i just kind of thought it, it died out i don't know if that's because i just don't use it there's obviously still a huge audience on there but was there any reason oh, why you wanted to go for twitter and not something like maybe like tiktok obviously tiktok's popping right now 
see, I, I, in lockdown, <laughs> I did a TikTok and it got like 400,000 views of that yeah. some stupid comedy thing. That was in like March. But I've got a TikTok, I've rebranded it as just the beats and stuff. I've got no posts, but I've got yeah. like 4,000 followers on there or something. But like, I don't know, like, I, I feel like that's, I don't know, I don't know if that's the lane I want to go down, like to be a TikTok producer. Like, I feel like for some people, it's definitely a niche there. Um, I bet that's definitely a cool way to do it, but right now for me i just thought i thought twitter would be a good way because like, i feel like at this point i've got to have more ways people can access me you know from yeah. youtube because um some people prefer twitter to instagram you know it's just i feel like i should be some like, everywhere you know as much as i can yeah 100 percent. i think it's good to try all social platforms all social media platforms and then yeah once a couple start working that's when you can start putting more time into it like i, I was mm. trying i tried i think i was mainly trying like instagram i, I tried tiktok at first but i couldn't really I don't know if it, if it was because I couldn't work it out or I just weren't like enjoying the platform. I felt weird just doing them little videos because it's they're only short videos, aren't they? So I found it hard to like yeah. have something that's that's got something to do with a beat, like just put into that short period of time. So on Instagram, I was yeah, trying yeah, things yeah. like just playing a beat on the drum pads. You know what I mean? Like you, you see producers mm. doing that stuff all the time. So I, I was trying that, trying other things. And then once YouTube started taking off a little bit, I just doubled down on that. So I think... I, I think everyone's just got to do that. You just got to try all social media platforms, see what you're most comfortable with, see what you're getting some traction with, and then kind of just double down on that. But regardless, I think everyone should have a YouTube account for beats. If you're not, if you don't have 100%. one, then you're just going to get left behind. I don't think that it's saturated either because, well, it is, but <laughs> I mean, so many people. It's not have, oversaturated. Have people say yeah. it's oversaturated. It's, it's, it's saturated, but like there's definitely. It's definitely room to come up 100%. I feel like I've I'm, I've proved that in a way. Because yeah, I've literally, yeah, like, and other people are doing it now as well. Like, I'm seeing, like, smaller channels that are doing it. They're starting to get some good views. I know what I do on my YouTube. And I just I just feel like it's the best way for producers. You get the most out of it. Like, you're getting income as well. If you start beat stars from it, like, that's consistent. Like, for, fa fairly consistent. Like, it can be on and off of beat yeah, stars. Yeah. That's, another, that's another story. Um, then, like... Yeah, like I feel like even YouTube ad revenue, like placements, like yeah, even networking with ANRs, managers, like people are just it's just it's probably the best platform to just get stuff out there. Like you need a place to showcase your beats, your talent, whatever. Yeah. I feel like it is the best way to do so. Yeah, hundred percent. And people think that you have to compete with every other producer, which is just not the case. We kinda of just mm -hmm. covered that a bit ago, but you you're competing with the people that are on the same like have like the same kind of mindset and they're that are using it properly. They're the people that you're competing with. You're not competing with like every single producer on YouTube. So it's about outsmarting people and doing things like you were saying, like going for them artists type beats where maybe at the start, it's not like the biggest artists in the world. You want to go with them ones that you, it's kind of like, let me think how to put this. You, you kind of like taking a, a bet on someone like a stock in a way where it might be someone that you think is yeah, going to blow exactly. because then for example, you were doing um, Abracadabra when he was starting to pop off. And then once he gets to a certain level where he's got all these videos out and now everyone's listening to him, you've kind of, you've grown with him in a way like your Beats channel mm. has has grown with him because you've invested early. You've done all of his type beats. And then once he's popping off, yeah, that's how you start getting all the views then. Because some people will try, yeah. like they'll start a channel and then they'll go for the biggest keywords straight away. Like, like Pop Smoke, for example, mm. when there's so many other people doing Pop Smoke. You can do that at some point, but I think, yeah, definitely go for the more low-key ones, the ones that you can see that, that have potential to grow.
Yeah, 100%. I feel like for me, honestly, if I'm going to give a tip to any of you lot from a start YouTube, I'd yeah. say, I don't know what sort of drill you make if you, if you want to make drill, but I think like New York, definitely like American ice is the way because I feel like no one's doing them like properly. Like I yeah. see a lot of producers doing them, but like the UK drill is definitely saturated and stuff. But like, I feel definitely. like people in America generally search for these smaller ice like, type of beats. Like, yeah. Take I know like A92 for example they're definitely popping at the moment like in drill scene stuff right but I don't see a lot of people searching for A92 type beats you know what I mean yeah like yeah. but then again let's say for example Busy Banks in America like he's not massive like huge artist but that's a good type beat to do because he's getting like quite low competition but a lot more search volume right and that's what he's American artists I feel like there's more there's definitely um there's definitely better way to go about things than like UK artists. If we're going to do UK artists, and I feel like you've got a, you've really got to research what you're doing. They've got yeah, to be, you, they've got to be bit, they've got to be established in the sense that people are actually going to search for those type of beats. Yeah. But they've got to be have low enough competition that you can sort of, you know, go for it and like be the top, the top channel for that. It's about specialising, definitely, like taking over one niche and like controlling that um, that lane. Yeah, hundred percent. That's what I do at the moment. I do like New York drill, like. It was weird because I didn't even listen to a, a lot of drill music, but I just, I was in love with the beats and I always liked orchestral sounds. I was always like a fan of anything to do with like choir, strings, pianos. That's what I used to yeah, do in like yeah, a lot yeah. of my Cold. tutorials. So it was just kind of natural to me. So yeah, the beats, I, I like the New York drill beats. I just, uh, the music, I don't listen to that much New York drill. Like, yeah. I, I do, I do listen to New York drill. I know a lot of producers will make New York drill and not even like listen to it. Yeah, I do yeah. listen to a lot of New York drill and stuff. Um, I, I like New York drill definitely evolving it's like the future and stuff yeah 100%. Um, but i feel like even like uk drill artists are starting to rap on more of these new york drill type of beats oh, i'm are. seeing that now with like placements and stuff i just feel like it's the instrumentation it's the melodies and like yeah the drums and like everything about them i just feel like those type of beats i just like making you have a lot more creativity than like the the uk drill beats sort of allow you to do in a way yeah because all of them uk drill beats everyone was coming out with the same stuff. It was then that same like chord mm. progression where it's just the two notes on top of each other. Everyone was just coming out with yeah, them, yeah, yeah. them same chords. So of course it's going to get boring. Whereas with like New York drill, do you know what drill in general is just expanding in so many different directions. You can do anything yeah, with it now. Exactly. It's not like you have to use a melodic piano. drill. Like, yeah, yeah, melodic drill. You can use guitars, like Japanese sounds, like kotos, like just anything. You can turn anything into a drill beat now. So there's still a lot of lanes it can go so that's another thing for youtube is you've got to find your lane so you might be the mm. maybe there are some people who have like who are maybe like the go-to channels for like strings and choirs but you could be the go-to channel for japanese style drill which is still like hard yeah. drill beats but you're still kind of narrowing it down in a way so i think there's, there's just mm. so many directions it could take yeah 100 percent. and like even uk drill is still like it's, i feel like drill is the most like innovative genre like for producers yeah. like you can you can stand out the most with drill like i feel like trap beats there's not really a lot you can do to stand out like i feel like most stuff been done um yeah. but like with drill like there's so much room for like innovation like the melodies even like the drum sounds like you're seeing weird sound even the dior snail and that came out for the first time like, what is that like, yeah, that's such yeah. a weird sound but obviously now it's like one of those popular sounds but like it's, it's just there's always so much room and like melodies like everything i feel like it's got the most room for experimentation for you to stand out as a producer definitely. yeah 
I think that's why I fell in love with making drill beats because like trap beats, they can be kind of simple, but with drill, it, yeah, like you just said, you can experiment with them so much, all the different effects, like all the sounds that you use, like some of the sounds you use in drill are just mad, aren't they? All the effects that you can add onto them, all the crazy 808 slides. It's, it's like a fun genre to yeah, produce yeah, yeah. for producers. Exactly. Talking mm. about sounds, um, let's get into the technical side a little bit. So yeah, we'll start with sound selection. So do you produce on FL? Did you say FL, yeah? Yeah, FL Studio, yeah, yeah. So what what's your usual process like? You you get your laptop, you open FL. What's the the first thing you usually do? I'm guessing so I have it varies. A yeah, no, but I have a template set up. So like as soon as I open up FL, yeah, I go to like a, you can set that up pretty easy. You can look that up on YouTube, whatever. But um, yeah, so I automatically got like my melody, like if it's piano, or like contact set up there. Yeah. I've got my counter snare. I've got a clap. I've got a kick in eight oh eight, and I've got my master on there. I've got like um for example the 808 on cut self i've shortened the um envelope and stuff so it's all like set up right so i can literally if i've got an idea i can go into fl and lay it out in like 10 minutes like, yeah yeah just quickly get the idea out into fl um so that's sort of my process and like, they're the same sounds but then i'll switch them out obviously like if, if i want to like, or i'll do that straight away if I'm like, no i'm not hearing that sound but yeah, yeah. at least i've got my sounds there ready to go you know definitely I haven't even um I haven't even done that myself. I've been telling myself I need to just set up a template. I've still got them shit yeah, stuck yeah, sounds yeah. in there. I've just been lazy with it. I don't know why I haven't done it. Could save myself so much time. It's worth doing. It's definitely worth doing. It's so annoying every time like doing the 808 envelope and stuff and like yeah, rooting it to me. Oh, it's, it's, uh, it becomes tedious, you know. So what have been some of your like go to drum kits? Drum kits. So I use a lot of drum kits. Like I use yeah. a lot of different ones. Um I mean shout out to fabo i use a lot of his kits and 256 menage i use a lot of their kits yeah um like even i two menage has got three ones on youtube and they he's got some of the bonkers like most bonkers sounds like weird stuff but if i want to go for like weird sounds i'll go to his kits and like fabo's got really good like like go-to drill sounds and stuff yeah um then apart from that though i use like a lot of trap kits like nick mirror kits and stuff for like different sounds like the stuff you wouldn't normally hear like my claps and like hats and like perks and stuff um, yeah yeah eight, 808s i mean i use a lot of different 808s to be honest um a lot of different kit. i don't have a go-to like i've got a go-to like 808 um a lot of them is in my kit as well i've got a free kit on youtube some of the sounds are all right they're like mostly made by myself so like that was my first kit i made that was like yeah. three months ago but the 808 some of them are quite good like the um there's a few 808s that are quite good i use them more on like, most of my beats now so yeah, oh, that's hard. Then I didn't even realize that you had a, a free kit out there. So you got yeah, a free it's got many views. It's got, it's got, yeah, it's got like three thousand views. Um, it's like free to download. Um, yeah, I just said that to try and get like more subs. It's like a sub to unlock thing, and I was like, yeah, I thought yeah, I'd work. Definitely. I got I got like fifty subs with that or at a time when I was like first doing it. So I was quite pleased with it. Yeah, that's good, man. I mean, everyone's always looking for free drum kits. So <laughs> and mm, plus, yeah, if 100%. you've got like, I feel like producers always listen to other producers. And they always want to know what sounds they're using and how to sound like this other producer. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, it makes yeah, sense yeah. that when you put out a drum kit, people want them sounds. So have you been getting into yeah. sound design as well? Is, is it I something that you want to move forward I, with? Or is it yeah, just like, I want to... No, no, I, lo I like, like sound design. I don't do it enough, to be honest, because yeah. uh, I'm just, I'm, it's not lazy, but I'm sort of focusing on other things. I'd rather make more beats than yeah, do yeah. sound design at, at the moment. But like, I definitely want to go into sound design and like, um, 
I did I did it a bit for that kit and like I do it sometimes. I'll definitely tweak I've sort of tweaked sounds as I go and I've sort of got like, a few sounds that I haven't like released or anything yet that I just that just used like my clap for example or like my eight oh eight that I yeah. use. Um it's it's not really like the sounds, it's sort of like how you mix them, I feel like. I, I could tell you the sounds I use and they'd sound completely different to like how I'd use them to how anyone else would use them. Um it's how yeah, you mix them and stuff and 100%. how you use them. Do you have like a certain process for when you're mixing? Because I get asked this a lot. Like I get a lot of DMs saying, how do you mix your beats when I've done tutorials on them? But every time I do a tutorial, yeah. I show people like, I don't overcomplicate it with mixing. I li- All I have on the master is the, the T-Rex classic clipper. And then on the individual instruments, there might be like an EQ for the melodies, maybe like yeah, one yeah, other thing. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't start compressing everything. I don't like do all this crazy shit. Because when you start so off with good sounds, then stuff. it just sounds good yeah, from you the don't start, need to. doesn't it? Exactly. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm not surprised you. I don't have speakers. Like, I, I, I used to. I mix off laptop speakers for the most part. What? Um, That's mad. Yeah. So yeah. So I don't have like. Well, I, I've watched, I've always flipped my camera around. You actually see I've got a desk, my laptop, and my yeah. laptop charging cable. I don't have any like equipment, like no interface. Like, and I did that, and then recently I got these AirPods Pros, which I've been using for the past like since Christmas. Before yeah. that. I had nothing. I was literally just using laptop speakers and then That's occasionally crazy. I used some like 2008 like lead Apple earphones like, <laughs> and they were terrible. Like the kick in the air weight was muffled. Yeah. But I feel like oh, you can mix literally visually if you're using good samples and there's no like crazy frequencies. Yeah. You can sort of have a memorize like how your mixing process is if you're using similar sounds and you can literally like see from the sound like how the levels things need to be you don't even need to hear it i could probably mix a good beat now like without even hearing the beat like, if i'm mad. using sounds i know how to use yeah that's, but i feel like that's just practice though that's just spending time on fl yeah definitely i think the thing I mean, with, with got, mixing I'm, on like laptop speakers as well or any speakers is once you once you start knowing how to to get that sounding good then like for example you might mix on your laptop speakers and then once you've played it in cars and other like speakers or whatever if you've been at a studio or one of your boys houses or something once you get to that point where you know how to mix well on your laptop then that that's just it isn't it like you know what's you know how to make it good from your system you just get used to the speakers in a way and how they translate across other systems yeah whatever you listen to music on like laptop speakers or airpods i'm a big advocate of airpods people tell me oh there's a delay from fl i don't care it works for me like it's it, it works like whatever works whatever you listen to music on Using to a lot of music, you know how music should sound. If you've got a good ear, you know it should sound in your ears. Yeah. And like you can just like recreate that pretty much like the sound. Uh, it's like using a reference track. I've never done that. I've heard people that do. Yeah. But like you can sort of you know how stuff's meant to sound on these AirPods or your laptop. Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I thought that's just that's that's it. I mean, I have a soft clip on my master. I don't do anything crazy. Like that's literally it. They yeah, have yeah. TR five is it tr5 i don't know what yeah that's use. the one that i use the the t-rex like it's called classic clipper isn't it the yellow one yeah everyone's everyone's telling me to get it and like it would make it so much better like, I'm like, <laughs> I, can't, I can't be bothered like soft clipper works i feel like i've got pretty good mixes and stuff yeah um, definitely um so so yeah i just i do that i don't have any paid i have no paid or like extra like mixing plugins which a lot of people like really why like that's that could change your production a lot probably could again i'm just stuck in my ways i just like eq if it's not broke don't re- fix it that's the thing isn't it? it literally like i use eq reverb stereo enhancer stereo shaper 
like maybe some like other stock FL plugins that I use. Yeah. Um, it's all stock plugins, and it's just yeah, I don't do a lot to them. I just do a lot of EQing. Like I, one thing I hate pet hate is like oh you know like the halftime piano over like phone speakers. You hear yeah, like a yeah. lot of pitch frequencies like pitching out. Yeah, I, I have like ten EQs on like one rack, just trying to get, like like get just the tiny get bit of like EQ thing. sound out. Yeah, yeah, just to get those little like sound. I just hate hearing them sounds. I pet hate. <laughs> I can't like the melody. I can't like finish it until those like sounds are out. Yeah, I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the thing with stop plugins is you can do everything with stop plugins, especially for for mixing. Mm. When you start spending money on different EQs and everything, it might just look better visually, or there might be a couple more options. But they all do the same shit. If you can get your mix sounding yeah. good with your stop plugins, there's no reason to to spend money on on other like mixing stuff. I think definitely though for instruments like. Although people do say, oh, you can do everything with stop plugins. I think when it comes to like FL, like stop plugins, I think you do need to at some point start investing in better instruments. I know you said contact earlier. Yeah. That contact's my go-to like all the time. You just contact's all you can't need. Beat the I, I feel like you don't eat anything. Yeah, I don't. I feel like if you've got load of contact banks, you don't eat any other VST. Like for real, like melody VST. I feel like yeah. that's. I feel some people can overdo it, like with like phrases and like trying to like create these crazy melodies, but. If you if you are like, good at making like samples and melodies, contacts what you need for real. Like, yeah, I mean, 100%. I used to use Expand. I used to use Expand too. I think that's a very underrated plugin. It's like nine quid or something. Yeah, like, yeah, really cheap. Dirt cheap. Um, yeah, and that, and then even Flex on FL. The stock Flex is actually good. Yeah. I used to use Flex. You no, know I haven't really Flex. taken advantage of Flex. I've heard so many good things some, about it. I've just haven't. Yeah, I haven't taken I'll give, the time. I'll give you some some source the New York <laughs> strings. Yeah, yeah. half time violas in the flex like on the violins one of my beats on youtube i've used that i haven't used it again because i can get better sounds but that's it's not actually that bad like you can create some decent melodies in flex like i'm gonna um, have to check that one myself yeah yeah 100 no, like yeah the strings in there aren't bad like um yeah that's that's all right and even what else is there like uh i don't know if it's sakura they've got some all right yeah, like, sick. guitars and stuff yeah like i feel like you and even like if you don't have like loads of money for this the thing you can like sample stuff like chopping up samples yeah i love to do that as well and like you can you can definitely do that in a way that no one knows a sample like if you're good at chopping samples yeah there's ways around it you don't have to go out and, and spend mm. loads of money on plugins you just work with what you've got and then invest in something when it's the right time when you, you might have the money to do that but it shouldn't be something that holds 100%. you back you shouldn't be not making beats just because you think you don't have all the right plugins and all the right sounds you just got to work with what you have that's what I tell people all the time. Yeah, 100%, man. So when it comes to making beats, do you think you're, you're stronger with melodies or drums? You see, I use a lot of, I, I do a lot of collabs with producers yeah. at the moment um, because one, it saves a lot of time for melodies. Yeah. And um, that's just, I don't know. I, I keep saying I'm lazy. I'm not lazy. <laughs> like I do. I spend a lot of time working and stuff. Um, I feel like my work rate's pretty good, but yeah like that's cool like, i like doing that i love making my own melodies like you're hearing the jewel and day duppy that was my own melody i use no samples and stuff yeah and i love that melody like, a lot and i like making my melodies but for me if i make a melody it's got to be like real spot on like yeah, yeah. if i'm if i'm using contact like it will take i could spend hours in a melody like believe me and most of the time like, I'll, I'll start a beat at 7 30 i've got oh, at 10 30 i'm like, ah, like i'm quickly like, looking for samples yeah. that was cold i'll use that like quick um use that but to be honest, I don't know. I feel like I'm pretty even between the two. Like if I generally like sat down and made more melodies, but 
I feel like collabing is part of the fun of it, though. Like working with more producers, like spanning your network. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I, I've got a big platform to help producers and get them to like get collab sales, and I'll do it. Like because why not? Because why like, not, I'm giving man? them an opportunity, and like yeah, I've got a platform, and people see like co-prod by them, and they'll get opportunities from that. And it's about helping each other out, hundred percent. Yeah, there's so many benefits to collabing because, like, let's say you've produced tracks with. Like in the past month, you've collabed with 10 people, for example. Obviously, they'll be uploading mm. the beats as well. So that's 10 other platforms and 10 other audiences that are going to see your exactly. name. So exactly. it's saving you some time because you don't have to come up with the melody all the time. And it's just, it can be better for your creativity as well because you might not have thought of that melody. That's someone else's ideas, which you never would have thought of. So you're just playing with new that's ideas. What I mean. You're on a whole new platform. 10 new platforms if you're doing 10 a month like there's so many benefits yeah. to it, man and you never know who that person's sending the beat to as well because if exactly, these other 10 yeah. producers are working just as hard as you they're pushing these beats out just as much as you so you never know like whose hands that beat's gonna fall in and then you've both landed a placement like there's just so many yeah, benefits yeah. to it and um, yeah i agree but i'm quite picky with samples like yeah. people who send me a lot of a lot at the moment i'm getting a lot of samples and melodies, and i can feel how these big producers feel and like like people like such family and melodies like i listen to every melody people send me i literally go through every night and listen to every single melody someone sends me even if the first two loops are bad the third one might be good they might got lucky the third good loop you know yeah and i'll always give people a chance like that because um i was like i was that person sending out loops and i wasn't very good but if you get a lucky like collab with someone that's that's still like crazy like if if i was someone else trying to get a collab with me i'd be happy i'd be like yeah he's got big youtube that's cool like yeah 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 um so i just yeah like, I, I listen to all my samples and stuff and um but i'm very picky like I, if I, I haven't got a particular sound like i remember the other day i was looking through samples like no i want to make a beat with bagpipes and i was like i'm not i'm not hearing it and then <laughs> i was in a clubhouse you know, scottish drill uh, yeah ba- <laughs> scottish drill yeah it's a beat's called like try with my channel or something <laughs> i was trying to find these bagpipe samples even though i had like seven contact like banks and I was like, nothing sounded right yeah i was on clubhouse he's our producer um shout out mondo he sent me this this um this sample and um and it was crazy like this 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 thing so i did i did some like i put some gross beat i put some effects in it and like that's that's why i made the beat to it but i feel like once you i've got this ear i'll produce as well once you've got an ear for something you want to make yeah everything yeah. else seems bad until you want to get that that Definitely. sound like so because you're a really good guitar loop you're like no nah, i made a guitar beat yesterday or you ignore that and you're looking for a piano like yeah, I feel like I do that quite a lot. Yeah, 100%. It just depends what mood you're in like on that yeah. day. So like you said, if, if you're going through all the loops that people have sent you, you might you might be, like you just said, you might feel like making a, a piano type beat, but nothing's like sounding quite right. And people might people might just feel like hurt by that, like you haven't used their loops, but it could just be the fact yeah. that you weren't in that mood on that particular day. So it's the same with yeah, sending exactly. beats out to <laughs> artists. It's like same, yeah. same shit. A lot of people might ignore you. You've got to catch them at the right time. It's the same thing. Like you might send beats to artists, right? And they might not be in a drill mood that day and you've just sent drill beats to them. So they don't fuck with them. It's nothing like personal. Yeah, it's just everyone's got different taste. Everyone's got different emotions that day. Everyone's on a different like wavelength that day. So it's one of them things you can't like take it to heart. It's just shit happens, man. Yeah. <laughs> exactly yeah, yeah for real so bro i think we've been through through pretty much everything man with um the main thing that i wanted to share with people is the youtube gems because i got a lot of people asking me and with me yeah. it's like 
it's a bit different because I've managed to grow my tutorial channel successfully, but my beat channel isn't growing at like nowhere near compared to how much the tutorial channel is growing. So it was good to get someone mm. on that has experience in growing a beat channel as well, because I've had a lot of like, I've had a lot of like tutorial people on the podcast, um, other producers as well. But yeah, that over this past year, you, you've killed it with YouTube. So I think that people are going to enjoy this. Yeah, one. thanks, man. It's one of those things no, that everyone's that. always asking about. So you, you've let out all the gems. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's not holding anything. He's not getting any like secrets. No, he's not... I'm, no I'm not. <laughs> you know like, I'm it's, every, everything is in plain sight. Like you can look at my channel and literally everything's there. You just got to get your head around it for real. Like you just got to, it's a change in mindset for YouTube for real. Definitely. That's all it is. Every, all the information is there for you. Like it's not a secret. There's no secret for YouTube. Believe me. Yeah. It's just everything's there for you to see. You've just got to sort of, look at it and just absorb that information and do something about it. Definitely. So just to kind of sum everything up, let's say I'm a new producer. Let's say my beats are actually good because that's the thing as well. Like you're not going to get views. If oh the beats yeah, your craft's got to be good. Yeah. yeah. So let's say I'm a, I'm a relatively new producer, but my beats are on point. Like they're ready to post on YouTube. What do mm. I do? What's the, what's the first few steps I do? So I'd say get a good like logo. So get, get you that all the way. Get your, my yeah. channel, well, I don't even have a banner. I've literally just got a black screen and I've just kept it yeah. that way because I saw some producer do that for a trap channel. I was like, I can't bother to make some fancy banner. Yeah, like, yeah. I was just playing black screen, whatever. It does its job. Um, I'd say research, find your lane, find a good niche to do um, that fits your production style because there's no point changing massively your production style. Yeah. If you don't want to make New York drill, don't make New York drill. Make UK drill. You've got to find lanes that will work for you. Definitely. Um, do that. Then get all your friends, get your mum, get your granddad to subscribe to your channel. Like, just get <laughs> everyone there. Like, um, and then yeah, I feel like the first like a hundred subs is the hardest, and yeah. then the first like five hundred subs that's the hardest point. Like, that's just that's a slog. Yeah, you yeah. could be uploading like some crazy good beats, but that's just how it is. That's the same for everyone. Like, I feel like getting that, getting to grow grow massively from zero subscribers up to like big fast that's that's challenging but yeah. to gain from like 300 to quite big that's definitely doable so getting those first few even if you get anyone to subscribe that's that getting that base done building a theme building a, like a brand for yourself and that's 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 about it for like for youtube you just gotta you just gotta stay consistent with it definitely all right man well yo i appreciate you coming on sharing all them gems with people um just let everyone know where they can find you and let everyone know if there's anything that you're working on right now if it some projects you want to announce or if there's a new kit coming just you know just anything at all yeah so just jester beats on youtube and then jester beats with two s's on insta and follow me on twitter as well trying to get that big just beats yeah. jester they couldn't give me the normal username um and nothing really to announce major just stay tuned to my youtube channel new placements dropping this month next month all the time so um yeah jay i appreciate you having me on man yeah anytime a lot, man. man anytime